Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Scored a touchdown earlier on a direct snap. Now it's Michelle's turn running all the way. Gets to the edge. Tony Michelle will send the Dogs home to the championship game. Fifty-three and a half yard drive near hash. Kick right. Snap. Hold. Kick is away. It's reaching. And it is good. 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 Hot pot does it. All right. Hot pot. Botts with an up and out. Wide open. Touchdown. Israel two. All right, welcome back. Fresh off a of spring break. Got me a nice little suntan. Visited South Florida. This is the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcasting network for professionals. Joining me is my man, uh, the the tornado warning himself, already getting kids to quit on his first days of the job. It's Israel Troop, at Troopstar28 on Instagram and Twitter. What's, What's up, What's going on, man? Yeah, we had one... Um... We had one kind of call it quits um, actually yesterday, um, you know, a little, little hard work, uh, kind of got to bit him a little bit. But, you know, we got a great group of kids, a great core already. Uh, we're, we're consistently averaging about, you know, 50, 55 kids every day um, in the weight room. So we're, we're very excited. And we're going to pick up, really pick up, you know, after our spring break, which is next week. Nice, nice. How many? Uh, how many are you guys anticipating in the program total once once all the spring sports are done and, and you get them for you get them permanently? Man, we're looking at about sixty, sixty five um, that are actually on campus um, that are coming every day. But we also have a few that you know are at home, you know, because Albany was was the hotbed for COVID, so a lot of parents are kind of weary. Um, but with everything uh-huh. going with, on the upward trend right now. Um, I think we should be able to get them all back um, after spring break. So we're looking at, you know, possibly pushing all the way up to 80. You know, we got some some very dynamic athletes and some very good night grades coming. So I'm really excited. Yeah, it'd be it'll be a mystery for us to see what these uh, what these ninth graders are going to look like because, you know, with uh, with Metro being in our COVID situation that you and I talked about quite frequently. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a mystery to see who we can get out. I, I think there's a lot of freshmen interested. I just don't think they quite know how to express their interest. So we'll see what we get. I, I think they're gonna let us have a spring practice. So I'm excited about That's that. Awesome. We actually scheduled our spring game. If anybody's interested, our spring game against um, our cross time rival, the uh, West of the Patriots. So uh, we solidified that today ah. um, for uh, May the twentieth. So. Um, we, we're both bringing in new head coaches. Our, our head coach at Monroe and Westover just got a new head coach who's former head coach, um, Coach Downs, Alton Downs. We all know that name. Is that Alex- oh, yeah. Alexander now? Okay. All right. So it's going to be Good some excitement him. in the city on March 20th, on May the 20th, I mean. Yeah, it's always good to play your crosstown rival. A good friend of mine actually played at Westover. He's from uh, he's from Albany. He uh, played at Georgia Southern. Was a three time All American offensive lineman down there. Mark Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, he's a good friend of mine. I actually worked for him in my first coaching job up here in Nashville. 
Um, but he's been kind of all over the map, but he's, uh, he was he was at Georgia Southern, played for Paul Johnson. So, a uh, little a uh, little Westover Monroe rivalry. Let's uh, let's get this thing cooked up. So, um, but if you're looking for us, if you want to give us some feedback, if you want to follow us, interact with us on social media. Uh, again, Troop Star Twenty Eight. You can find Israel. He's very very active. I, I think you I think you've doubled your post count, which uh, which is quite impressive. So, if you want to talk to Israel. Uh, just hit him up, uh, me at Coach Burton thirty um, six. I'm trying to, if I can get a fourth of the of the uh, post count that that Israel hit, hits, we'll be uh, we'll be rocking and rolling. At Believe in Dogs uh, is our Twitter handle uh, for the show. You can also find that on uh, Instagram as well. Uh, at Burton on Instagram for me uh, at Troopstar twenty eight uh, across the board for for Israel. You can also find us on Facebook as well. Um, I'm still trying to crack the code on the on the on the Instagram. Uh, I don't know if you have yet or not. No, I keep it simple. Most of my Instagram pictures are of me and my family. So I do most of my my trash talking and dealings over Twitter. There you go. That's the that's the that's the forum. <laughs> so. Um, well, March Madness is is uh, ripping and rolling. Uh, I I saw something where they had you know the perfect bracket competition, mm-hmm. and after like the second day, it went from like five point one million to like twenty three perfect brackets yeah. left. It, something crazy. Um, some school named Oral Roberts is breaking everybody's um, hearts, boy. Breaking everybody's hearts, man. And then it sounds like their school name sounds like a punchline. Sounds like a dirty punchline. So. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like that they took down Ohio State and Florida. It kind of makes me happy. Um, even though Oral Roberts destroyed my parlay, I I, uh, I went with like a – I got very ambitious. I mean, I only lost $5, so it's not really that big of a deal. But I got really ambitious and, and played a seven-game seven parlay that would have got me – for $5 would have got me 450 if I hit it. Man. And, um, yeah, let's let's just say that – Betting on basketball is not my thing, but if you want to bet on basketball, uh, betonline.ag, uh, word from our sponsor there, they're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. March Madness, again, it's upon us. Um, craziness is going on, so I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how to bet on that. Bet Online has got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place bets, and it's free to sign up. It's free to sign up. They do reality TV too, as well, which is odd to me in award shows. (laughs) So um, I I might just get crazy and do like a dollar bet on one of those money lines. See if I can, I don't know, see if I can get something. Be fun to bet. Uh, Maybe they have married at first sight. I'm going to see if they have that. My my wife and I watch that show. And if I could bet a little action on that, maybe a future on who gets a divorce and who stays married. I don't know. Uh, That'll be fun. I don't know what might happen in that situation. It's reality TV. These are some pretty... Exactly. And these are some these are some pretty toxic marriages too. So I'm taking the I'm taking divorce on all but like one. Exactly. It's it's bad. Um there's this one dude that um he claims to be a pastor, but he's also a player and he's basically I mean, you can tell that he's just talking out of both sides of his mouth and he doesn't know which way is up and he's just playing this girl. And I think he just wants to be on TV. Exactly. That's usually how it works. He's a, he's a total tool bag. So if you watch the show, you know who I'm talking about. If you don't, then this is probably irrelevant, (laughs) but anyway, 
Head to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Man, they've they've really shortened those reads with BetOnline. So, but Israel, uh, I hate, you know, Georgia spring practice is upon us. Uh, it was very, very exciting um, in, on, in the onset. You know, a lot of lot of questions to be answered, uh, a lot of things, a lot of goals to to try to figure out. I, I think uh, figuring out what was behind George Pickens is, I guess, now more important than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DB battle, we'll talk about that. Who's who's emerging there? There's a name that we didn't think would emerge there. Adam Anderson is turning into a superstar, which I'm not surprised, and I don't think you're surprised either. So, um, but let's get to the yes. I, I'm, I'm glad to see it too. I, I, I can't wait to see him wreak havoc. Uh, Pro Day was last mm-hmm. week. Uh, apparently, Aziz Ojolari uh, improved his draft stock if, if that was possible. Um, he might have he may have possibly bought himself into the back end of the first round with his Pro Day performance. We'll talk about that in here a little bit. But unfortunately, uh, the lead story happened today. Jay Boy uh, tweeted it this morning, um, and uh, George Pickens torn ACL. Oh. Getting surgery pretty quick, so you know that's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Um, what you know? What were your, what was your immediate reaction when you saw Man, that? I, I hated it. Um, I hated to hear about it, and especially to a kid, you know, who we've been expecting to do such great things. And you know, after coming on last year um, and, and finishing the season strong, um, you're looking forward to have a great spring come to the season, ready to go. So you know, I hate it. You know, and it's just one of those things. That's a part <laughs> of the game. Um, you know, and I hate it for him, and I wish him a speedy recovery. Yeah, I mean, I, I, when I saw that, I was like, man, you know, I was like, he, he was just such the, he was the emotional leader of this offense. He was obviously the big play guy, somebody that you knew without a shadow of a doubt was possibly a first, second round guy at the next mm-hmm. level. Uh, just so much promise for him. Um, Personally, so much promise as a team centered around him. It was supposed, you know, we finally got all the pieces lined up, and then, bam, yep, then boom, tears his ACL. But at the same time, you know, uh, he, so, he didn't redshirt, so um, you know, yeah. it will take this year, and you know, he'll get better, and he'll come back next year, raise his stock, you know. Um, so, and, you know, I'm very optimistic about it. You know, we have Ron Corson is by far the best athletic trainer and doctor oh, yeah. that I've ever seen, you know, so um, he'll be fine and he'll bounce back and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the speed in which he got Zamir white back and a lot of these ACL guys back. I mean, Ron, Ron Corson is, is the best in the business in my opinion, if you ask me. So um, did you have any significant dealings with Ron Corson? I were you? My, uh, uh, my senior, I tore my quad and my meniscus. Um, my senior year playing against <laughs> Ole Miss. Um, and, you know, you know, I thought I was done, but luckily, you know, um, like I said, Ron is the best in the business. And, you know, he had me back um, as as best as I could go for the rest of the season. So um, yeah. our, our kids are in great hands. You know, we were one of the only schools that didn't go have to go through protocol, COVID protocols or anything. So, you know, kudos to him and his staff. So, I mean, you don't get much better than that. No, I mean, the, the plans were well thought out throughout the COVID thing, and that goes without saying. So losing Pickens, what does that mean for the for the rest of the offense? How how does that change things? Is there a, a – who, who's the next dynamic playmaker? I, I mean, my money is on Jermaine Burton uh, because 
Honestly, I'm unsure how Kyrus Jackson's going to bounce back. I, I don't know how he's going to respond, how his knee's going to respond coming off of ACL surgery uh, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just wonder what it's going to be like for him mentally as he eases into the season. I, I don't anticipate Kyrus Jackson really making a factor until about midseason when he's finally like fully confident on his knee. So you got to think they're leaning on Jermaine Burton, Arian Smith, uh, you know, Rosemey. Uh, we'll see what he's like coming back. And these freshmen are going to have to really play a part. Darnell Washington's role cool. just got bigger, fig- literally and figuratively. Uh, James Cook now is somebody that factors mm-hmm. in. Maybe he is on the field more. Maybe we're more in 20 personnel, uh, two receivers or 21 personnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I could see a lot of with, with Washington, two receivers, and and uh, Zamir and, and James Cook in that split alignment. I could see that happening cool. some. Uh, but, you know, I, I don't think necessarily we're – I mean, yeah, when you lose a dynamic playmaker like Pickens, yeah, you're probably going to lose a tick or two. But I, I don't – honestly, I think we're going to – I think we're going to keep rolling – but in a different way. Mm-hmm. I, I think we're going to have to figure out, you know, we're probably going to be more, uh, we're probably going to be less vertical, mm-hmm. less stretching the field, probably uh, more intermediate, short stuff, um, and, and predicating on RPOs and stuff like that. Taking advantage of mismatches with Darnell Washington. I, I just think we're going to be explosive in a different way. Oh, yeah. And and so I, I'm, not, I'm not as worried. Uh, I just feel bad for Pickens because I know – the momentum he had coming into the season. But I think as an offense, we'll be fine. We'll probably see more 20 and 21 personnel, uh, more so than than we thought originally with with Pickens in the lineup. I think now, you know, now you get to see, you know, who your dudes are really. You know, because, um, you know, Pickens was going to get a lot of attention. Jackson was going to get a lot of attention. So, you know, with those guys down and, you know, it's time for Burton to step up and, you know, and all those guys who were sitting on the bench last year, you know, all right, here's your shot. You know, next man up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, exactly. you never you never want an injury to happen to where you're in that situation. But when they happen, you know, as a player, you know, it's it's time to go. You know, I never would have scored, you know, against Auburn, you know, if AJ doesn't go down. And, you know, you never wish that on a teammate. But like they said, next man up, you know, so it's time for those guys to step up. And, and you know, hopefully we can. And I know we will. And like you said, all you do now, you know, we got some very good offensive minds on that side of football. Um, I think all you do now is you just, just you know, um, we're not going to have him. So, you know, you just adjust and, you know, make do. It's going to be a lot of use to the tight end. You know, we always talk about having great tight ends. So I think now is really the time to use those tight ends in a very dynamic way. I mean, we have, we have three great ones yes. with uh, Washington, Bowers, and Fitzgerald, and not in any particular order. I think all three of them are going to be dynamic. Exactly. Now you can use Washington in, in uh, split-out situations, and um, you can use that big body against linebackers because, let's be honest, nobody's going to try to put a safety or a corner on it. You know, so. No, he'll just bully him. But, yeah, you're going to you're gonna see a lot of 21 personnel, possibly some 22 personnel, 12 personnel, uh, just, just kind of make up for that void and, and allow Kyrus Jackson to get comfortable, allow these freshmen to get it in, uh, I guess, incorporated into the offense. And then maybe you can open up, go more 11 and 10 personnel mm-hmm. uh, towards the end of the season as these other guys, as these down the line guys get comfortable. So I'm with you there. And and uh, if you listen to our brand new intro, Israel, uh, 
we included you. I found your clip of you scoring that touchdown. They were actually, it, 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 I mean, it was the next play that just happened. I, I don't think AJ even made it off the field yet before you scored. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were still talking about it, and, and it was like they caught it mid-snap. Uh, Fowler and uh, Herbstreit caught it mid-snap. And, uh, you know, it was Cox to Israel Troop. And, you know, it, it was a great clip. So if you listen to our intro, hopefully you like our new intro. But, um, yeah, you know, moral of the story is I, I think we're going to be fine uh, offensively. But it, it's going to be different. And I think you're going to see a lot of people downgrade this offense because of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Because we don't quite know what Fitzgerald's going to give us production-wise. I think he's going to give us more than anticipated. Brock Bowers, a freshman. I mean, you can never project a freshman. It's uh, it's nearly impossible to project a freshman. But if you just look at his talent, I, I think it bodes well. Oh, yeah. So you're going to get a lot of production out of him. We know what we got in the running back room. I mean, we got four great ones with Cook, Zamir, Kendall Milton, uh, McIntosh, Diwan Edwards. You know, you got five great ones right there. Uh, Lavoisier, Carroll. We got five. We, we have our running back room is so loaded that they're going to take a look at Lavoisier, Carroll possibly uh, helping us out at corner mm-hmm. next year. And it's crazy. So they're, they're, they're taking a look at that. Exactly. Because everybody talks about, oh, Pickens is down, but you forget what's in that, that gun running back room, though. I mean, Phew, you forget what's up, what's up front. And, you know, you, yeah. you, you hate it. Like I said, you always hate it. You never want to see a player get hurt. But at the same time, just think about all the dynamic weapons that, you know, we have behind him and guys that, yeah. that are going to step up this year and, and have big years and things like that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm still excited. You know, I hate that that, that happened, but it, it's a part of the ball. You know, it's, it's a part of spring football, yeah. and, and he's being evaluated just like everybody else. Um, our good friends and former teammates of mine, um, Chris, uh, Chris Burnett and uh, Brendan Boyd, you know, they have their podcast. Um, and they're, they're doing very well. Um, and they had a, I think they had a topic today. I didn't really get to listen to it, but they were talking about the importance of spring ball. Do you have it and do you not? Um, and, I, and I think you do. You know, I think especially with the uncertainty that we have on the back end of our defense, um, guys coming in midseason, I think that's a good time to evaluate you guys. Of course, there's always going to be yeah, a no chance doubt. for injury. I mean, you can get hurt, you know, walking down the street and chewing bubble gum, you know, but. Um, yeah, you, I mean, you, you I, I got it. injured driving. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I got a sprained ankle, and I was out for the week because yeah, so, because I drove fourteen hours. Exactly. So it, it, I think it's necessary, and um, you know, and you, you, it's just unfortunate sometimes. But you know, and it's it's not something that he can't come back from. You know, like I said, he's got one of the best doctors in the whole in the whole world. You know, around course and the, the athletic training staff. So he'll be back fine. He'll be ready to go. I'm sure. Yeah, and we need to get Chris and and Brandon on on the show. I I think that'll be uh, that'll be oh, good. Yeah. So that'll definitely be good. Uh, get them on the show. Get get DJ Shockley on the show. Uh, he was on J Boy the other day. Um, you know, we just need to hit your Rolodex, man, and and, and get these guys rolling through. So, um, but nonetheless, uh, moral of the story: George is going to be fine. Don't panic. <laughs> Quit. Quit hitting the panic button. You, the season's not over. It's not even close. Not even close. We're gonna be fine. We got plenty yet. of playmakers. <laughs> it hasn't even started yet. People are already like, oh well, okay, next year. 
2022, I guess. Yeah, come on, man. I hate that. God almighty. I mean, it sucks, but geez, I hate that. Anyway, um, Aziz Ojolari, he made himself a lot of money, but who's going to replace him next year? Is uh, I think, personally, and I, I know you agree, we've talked about this, uh, Adam Anderson mm-hmm. is a He's turning himself into a mega stud, yes, and I'm I'm here for it. I love it. Uh, him and if you've watched, if you follow uh, Georgia football's Twitter feed, you see him and Jordan Davis really having fun uh, with the. You know, I guess they're they have a. Uh, I think people are starting to take like camera phones and doing like uh, social media blasts from practice, mm-hmm. and so uh, Anderson and Jordan Davis. They took they took over the camera. They started interviewing each other and interviewing other people about spring practice. They're really having fun with it. Uh, Jordan Davis, you know, looks like he made the best decision of his life. He he's loving and enjoying every minute of of playing his senior year of college. Uh, Adam Anderson's going to be a beast, man. I'm excited about this defensive front. I I, I know there's some losses there uh, with Ojolari and Monty Rice, but I mean I think we're more than capable. Uh, with the replacements there. And I, I think in a way, in a different way, I'm not saying Adam Anderson's better than Aziz Ojolari. He's different mm-hmm. and he's going to do different things for our defense. And I, I'm, I'm extremely excited about that. And and having a full season of a healthy Jordan Davis is going to be, is going to make wonders for this defense. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And, you know, I, I was reading an article, um, and they, they were talking about Anderson and how, how well he's done and how uh, Kirby Smart wants to use him, you know, even in space and not just in the box, you know, and just how versatile he he's is. He's training at star. Yeah, he's, he's at the star. And, yeah. you know, your star is he has to go into coverage. But that just shows you his versatility, you know. And, you know, with our secondary and, and you know, questions there and things like that, you want to have a guy that's, that can step up and, and play a position. You know, you're like, hey, I need you to play this. Yes, sir, coach, I'll do it. You know, and those are the kind of guys you need. And I saw him in high school when he was at Rome. Um, my buddy coaches the running backs at Rome. So, you know, he's always been that type of kid, you know, and I, I, I'm looking for it. I, I said this in, I forget which game it was. Um, it might have been the uh, bowl game. And I said, if he ever gets to that quarterback, he is going to take his head off. And eventually he did. <laughs> he did. So I'm, I'm did. looking forward and, to uh, that, That's does. not a – that's not an easy quarterback to get no, to. No, it's not. And I'm looking forward to, you know, everything that he does. And, I, I mean, our defense is going to be top-notch. I think they know their, their deficiencies and they're, they're right now. I mean, everybody's got them rolling. They're, and like you said, they're having fun. You know, spring spring's not always yeah. fun. Um, but when you got yeah. guys out there, I mean, they're getting after having fun and they're joking. I mean, that's that's just a recipe for, for a great season. So um, I, I, I love to see it. Yeah, yeah it, it almost seems like – like last year, it was they were tight. I felt like they were tighter last year. Mm-hmm. This year, it just seems like they're more relaxed. Like you know, there's all this pressure on them, but you you wouldn't be able to tell. Oh, it. Yeah, you know, and, uh, last and year, I think they're handling it well. Like when when Fran decided to go, I think there was just so much uncertainty, you know, and they and they really didn't yeah. know like what to do and how to do it. And now it's like, all right, we know what we got to do. Let's go out and ball now. Yeah. So and that and that can be a dangerous exactly. team, you know. You look at the Alabamas and stuff mm-hmm. for the world. We say it all the time. They don't. They don't rebuild. They just reload. You know. And, and right now we're 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 in that that reloading situation now. Yeah, and uh, it, it seems like the only place we're kind of rebuilding is the secondary. And there's a guy that 
is really kind of emerging. You know, obviously Latavius Brini had a tremendous bowl game. He's going to be somebody that I'm excited about at strong safety. Um, Chris Smith uh, at the free safety replacing Richard LeCount. I I think he's going to do some great things. But Amir Speed, uh, somebody that um, had a tough go at it. Uh, for most of his career, he's a fifth-year senior. He's kind of waited his turn, kind of been through some adversity, going from receiver to DB and making some transitions. And uh, he, he's a he's a guy that's really taken that that word sacrifice and, and really kind of embodied it for this program. And now he's getting his chance to kind of shine at the cornerback position and and really kind of make his make a name for himself and and it's not like it's a mere speed and a bunch of bums yeah. i mean you have keely ringo darren branch jalen kimber nylon green you know lavoisier carroll who uh you know he signed as a running back but he's a you know he's kind of a multiple type guy uh so i mean there, there's some there's some dudes over there playing corner exactly and he's He's kind of emerging at the top of the pile. And, and uh, you know, I know it's just spring practice, mm-hmm. but, you know, the competition is, you know, it's it's great competition. The scout team is great. The, you know, when they go ones on ones, I mean, he's he's holding his own mm-hmm. out there. And I'm, I'm happy for him. He's a big, big, tall guy at 6'3, uh, somebody that really can make himself a lot of money, not, uh, you know, first and foremost, and, and really kind of shut down and be a, that physical corner that Georgia needs mm-hmm. in the pass game. Because I think if you can disrupt the timing of, of these routes, especially if you can disrupt the releases that throws everything into, in, into a tizzy that allows, I mean, just that half second of, of a jam and holdup can allow somebody like Adam Anderson to get to the quarterback and, and, and do his thing. Or, you know, we, we send blitzes or pressures or whatever the case may be, whoever's getting to the getting pressure on the quarterback Having big physical corners out there allows your defensive front to get to the quarterback because the timing's disrupted. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And I was a big Ringo fan, too, um, you know, toward the end of the season. Still I, I've talked about him a lot. So now I'm looking forward to watching these guys just go out there and ball. You know, like I said, they're, they're mm-hmm. having fun. You know, when you get when you get a team they that's are. having fun, I mean, they're, they're dangerous. You know, and, and finally, yeah. you know, he's – I, I think we have a, a great recipe and a great group of guys that, that are going to go out there, have fun, uh, play discipline football, and they're going to ball. You know, having Jordan Davis come back, you know, a leader um, come back is it, huge. And, you know, and just seeing him still smiling and knowing that he made the right decision, you know, is great for our program. So um, watch out for this dog defense now. I mean, with the staff that they have yeah. over there, you know, uh, Coach Lang stayed. And there's a reason why he stayed. He knew something that we didn't. So um, yeah. now you got much jump over there to help out as well. We got a new secondary coach. I mean, they were described as two peas in a pod. Exactly. Him and Coach Smart. Exactly. So, so. it is. <laughs> it is nice to, to see, and, it, and, it, and it's nice to see them them getting after it. Now, offensively, we're going to do the same thing. We're having fun. We're getting after it. And I mean, uh-huh. now I've, I'm never one to say everybody's like, oh, this is the year, this, that, and the third. But I mean, watch out for this dog king. Now they're they're going to be something special to watch yeah. this year. Yeah, there, there again. There's something to that mental aspect of it, and and I think a lot of it also, is, you know, Kirby Smart's demeanor. I think has changed a little bit. I think he's, he, I mean, I don't want to say he's lightened up because he still holds him to a higher standard, but I, I think he's having more fun with it. I, I think he's found his groove a little bit. I think he's allowing guys to to loosen up mm-hmm. and, and do their thing, but also 
set that standard. And, and you see what, what, what I like to see is these guys holding each other accountable, mm-hmm. which you do see, a, you're seeing a lot more of that now. Um, and it allows Kirby smart to not be so stressed exactly. out having to kind of patrol everything. But I, I think with, the, with the staff makeup, the players that are kind of policing themselves and just the overall demeanor, I, I think the environment is a lot better. I think a year ago, you know, the, the burden of, COVID, the burden of pressure of, okay, this has got to be our year, make or break. And you know, I think Kirby felt it a little bit last year. And I think the team kind of played that way at times. You know, the the sluggish start against Arkansas, you know, the you know, collapse in the second half against Alabama, the the utterly disastrous second quarter against Florida when we were clearly the better team mm-hmm. at that point. And, you know, just some of those things, you know, just because honestly, just that pucker factor mm-hmm. and that got to them and the mental aspect, they, they lost, they lost their games last year between the mm-hmm. years, like the bowl game should, it, it should have been a blowout. If the team was playing with the same demeanor they have in spring practice right now, maybe we're, you know, I, I'm not going to say we were undefeated and win the national championship, but I don't know, maybe we have a chance. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm hoping that this new, energy this new mindset carries over i think this team can do some special things if it does oh yeah because there's some there's some ballers and there's some guys straight getting after it and competing that's that's no stand and you know that that pressure uh, i think like like you said i think that pressure just comes from outside doors i think now you know there, there's high expectations after we played for it um and then there was another high expectation when we played for the SC championship. So that expectation is never going to leave. I think now you take no. it and you, you embrace it. And now it's like, well, we're going to go to work. Well, let's have, let's have fun to do it. And you know, that yeah, you just deal yeah, with you it. Don't, you don't put the pressure on yourself. You know what you got to do. You know, you just block out the outside noise and you go to work every day. So I think that's to the, I think we're to the, that point now. And like I said, with the support staff and the staff that he has over there now, he knows he's asked quality coaches. He had before, but I think now, you know, you know, after a couple of years and, you know, everything kind of calms down, I think now he's like, all right, now now let's go out here and ball and have fun. So um, kudos to him and kudos to that staff because, I mean, they are doing some phenomenal things, whether it's recruiting, whether it's um, uh, making videos and, and getting everybody involved and little things like that. So, I mean, Georgia's on the rise, so people better watch out because we're not stopping. Exactly. And – uh, one thing I want to ask you about mindset is, you know, on that 08 team coming in preseason number one, it, it felt like it felt like that team played like they were trying to live up to that number one ranking. And, you know, even in the win, the, the wins seemed laborious. Mm-hmm. The, you know, obviously the, the, the blackout game was a disaster and, uh, the uh, the Georgia Tech game that year, and I think Florida, I think beat the beat the hell out of us too. Um, you know what what was you know what was the main recipe in that season? Like 2007, after the Tennessee game, kind of woke up and and ignited uh, w- with all this momentum. What happened in 08 with the mindset? Was it like was it was it a tight mindset? Was it just kind of like guys trying like trying to hold on and not to lose it? No, I mean that that year, I mean we were just 
it, it, it was a fun year. You know, obviously, I wouldn't say fun, take that back because there are a couple things could have been better. But, you know, that year was just, it was just relaxed. You know, you had no Sean Marino, you know, out there cracking jokes. And we had a great, um, a great senior class, you know, Muhammad Masakwa and all those guys. So, I mean, they really didn't let any of that happen. Um, I think for us, you know, we just kind of, you know, underachieved a little bit. Um, I think, um, you know, we, we just lost focus pretty much, you know, um, especially when we played um, Florida down there that, that next year and things like that. And uh, we just kind of lost focus there a little bit. But, you know, we picked it up toward the end, um, ended up winning the Capital One yeah. Bowl and things like that. So, um yeah, I remember it was a good finish to the season, and and it, we ended on a good note. Beat Nebraska, right? Uh, uh, Michigan State. Michigan State, mm-hmm. that's right. Okay. So, you know, it was just one of those things where, you know, you just kind of lose focus, you know, and um, everybody's just telling you how good you are. We really didn't listen to the hype. You know, we just went out there and played ball, but you still you still have to stay focused. You know, that's why I give Alabama so much credit, because no matter what happens, those guys just stay focused the whole entire time. You know, and I think that's just something that, you know, Coach Saban's built into them. Um, and it takes a while yeah. to build a team, especially when, when they're when, when you're used to doing it, you know, it's really easy. You know, so it, it had been a while since, you know, Georgia's ranked number one and things like that. So, um, you know, you just kind of lose focus there. But, you know, I think now with everything going on, you know, with the way that, you know, Coach Smart's doing it and the quality of coaches and the recruits are recovering. I think that focus is starting to turn on because you're getting players to lead now. It's not a complete just, all right, well, coach has got to say this, coach has got to lead. No, it's players doing it, and that's what you want. A player-driven team is what wins championships, not coaches hollering and screaming for effort, things like that. Players hold each other accountable. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just look at the teams that are constantly at the top, Clemson, Bama, Ohio State. You know, the, the teams that are constantly in the playoff. Mm-hmm. What what's the common theme? They're player driven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't. You, you know, I mean, Dab Dabo's uh, kind of a rah rah guy by nature, but yeah, he really doesn't have Nobody's to. Nobody's gonna follow uh, Dabo. Nick, you know, I'm like, oh, let's follow that. that. Yeah. Like, you're gonna follow yeah. the quarterback. You're gonna follow, follow Trevor Lawrence and Etn and all uh-huh. those guys, and that's who you listen to. Exactly, and then uh, in, in Alabama, I mean, it, it's hard not to listen to Devontae. Devontae Smith. It's hard not to listen to Najee Harris. Hard not to listen to Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's hard not to follow those guys. You know, I, just even just watching from afar, I'm just like, man. Yeah, and, and was it Harris? This this team is fun to exactly. watch. Was it Harris that who's playing? He couldn't catch a flight. Was it Harris, Najee Harris? I think or so. Jacobs. It was one of the running backs I know that called up that drove nine hours just supports teammates. You know what I mean? Like. Who does that? Well, yeah. those guys do, and you and you see what happens. You know when it, when a team is yeah. player, player driven. You know they have players that are leaders, exactly. You know. And those guys just hold each other accountable because it, you know it's one thing to to you know to try hard. Like, I don't want to let down coach, but it's another thing to like you know you look to your left and to your right in the locker room, and you're just like, I you know if this guy's disappointed in me, I'm gonna feel like a failure. Mm-hmm. So I can't let him down. I can't let him down, him down, him down. I can't let anyone down. You know, I, I can't I can't sit in my locker knowing that there were some things I could have done and I didn't do mm-hmm. them. And I didn't give my all. Why? Because That's I don't it. know. That feeling is awful. 
I mean, I, mm-hmm. you know, even in my limited experience, I mean, I, you know, obviously I wasn't physically gifted uh, enough to play in college, but, uh, you know, you, you feel that in, in high school as well. And I think we had a little bit of that on our team. Um, you know, my, my senior class, the, the senior class ahead of me, my junior year, there, there wasn't any accountability in the locker room. We were still kind of new to, uh, we were still kind of, even as juniors, we were still kind of new to the whole leadership thing. Um, and, and the, the previous two classes that really would have influenced our leadership abilities really didn't do that. So we had kind of had to figure it out ourselves. But I think that as a senior class, we decided that one and nine was unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And so we we took a we took a group of mildly talented people, right? Um, I'll say kids because we were kids. Um, my, mildly talented kids. We played way above our heads, and we went six and four in a sixteen team super region that we had no business going six and four in. Mm-hmm. Like we're playing teams like Lovejoy, uh, East Coweta, Noonan. Stars Mill. Like, I mean, it, the the list goes on. Uh, you know, we we're pretty much the entire South Metro uh, Atlanta, from like Henry County to Coweta County, was was our region. And then we added Evans of Augusta, mm-hmm. the, the random team. <laughs> so we were playing some some dudes like Lovejoy at that time. I don't know if they still are. I haven't kept up with them in a while. But at the time, like that was like Tashar Choice as a junior. Uh, you know, they, they had like 11 guys that ended up playing uh, at the next level. Um, and then I think they had two guys off that team that played in the NFL, mm-hmm. uh, Tashar Choice and, and Anthony Parker. And I think Chris Scott dabbled in the NFL. I'm not sure, but he definitely played at Tennessee, him and Anthony Parker did. But, um, you know, this is even, uh, you know, this is a few years before, before you hit high school, oh, yeah. Israel. But, um, yeah, I remember Tashar, like we lost, my senior year, we lost to, we basically lost it to Char Choice. We he scored, he scored their only two touchdowns. For, we lost fourteen to seven, uh, and to Char Choice had two eighty-yard runs. But other than that, I mean, he really didn't do a ton um, outside of those two big runs. Um, but we really couldn't. You know, their defense was good. Uh, they had it. You know, they had a defensive end that that played at at uh, Mississippi State. Got got himself in some trouble and didn't really quite make it in the NFL. Probably could have, but. Um, you know, they, they did a good job of shutting us down too. And so we really couldn't do much, but you know, it just goes back to that leadership in the locker room. We, we just came together. We knew each other. We were all real tight, and real close. Cause we'd played like little league baseball. We played youth football together. Like we just, we pretty much did everything together. We competed against each other. We respected each other. Um, even when we were competing against each other, we had a, a great baseball league, um, and, and it was just, it was a lot of fun just playing with those guys. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, you had all different kind of personalities, but we were able to gel all of that and, and just say, Hey, look, we have a common purpose. We want to win as many games as we possibly can. Um, you know, had, had it been an eight team region instead of 16 teams, we probably would have made the playoffs. Um, uh, but we were not fortunate because we didn't, the it was ten and zero and nine and one made the playoffs from our sub region. So I mean, we really had no shot. But um, but that, that just the feeling of disappointing your neighbor, Israel. It just, I mean, even in high school, mm-hmm. you feel. Oh yeah, most definitely. And, and, and it, That's kind of thing we're working on right now with our football team and uh, 
right now and they're buying in, which is great. And speaking of, of that, you know, um, I was looking at the news the other day and, and uh, one of our former offensive linemen um, has gotten in some trouble. And I don't know who he needs to hear it from, but my man needs some help like ASAP. Um, yeah. Mr. Sounds like it. Mr. Uh, Isaiah Wilson. Uh, he, yeah. he is, he's struggling right now. And, you know, that's one of those things where, you know, who, who his circle is. You know, he had a big circle at Georgia, I'm sure. But whoever he, is in his circle mm-hmm. needs to, you know, bring him back down and help him out because that is very important. Um, that, that I think he needs to tap into his UGA yeah. circle because I, I'm, I'm afraid his Brooklyn circle might be causing a lot yeah. of this. I, I hope it's not, but and I'm not sure. I, I'm not. I'm not saying this on any sort of inside knowledge, but it, you know that home that you know, especially when you hit the league, you know that hometown crew is like, hey, remember mm-hmm. us? And you know Isaiah Wilson is somebody I. I feel like he's a you know people pleaser, and you know he 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 doesn't want to tell people no and you know sometimes when you're in that type of position people are going to take advantage of you and and you just got to learn how to say no and but yeah you're right somebody needs to help him somebody needs to get in his ear um you know i I don't know who that is um is it sam Pittman? uh somebody he he loves and trusts Mm -hmm. is it coach smart is it you know is it a combination of of a bunch of people but he needs to come back spend some time in athens regroup recharge uh, and 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 just really just get back to the Isaiah that everyone knew and loved, and the the Isaiah that got drafted in the first round, and and he just needs to get back to that. Maybe he needs to go visit Scott Sinclair. Sinclair got him from a four hundred pound tub of goo to a first round pick mm-hmm. in the weight room, and, and so maybe he needs to go see uh, Sinclair. Maybe he needs some tough love. Maybe he need he either needs a hug or a swift kick in the ass. I don't know which one it is, yeah, but. You know- he needs something. And, and as, a, as a player and, and as a former alum, you know, you hate to see things like that. So um, and that, that's just yeah, something that, that, you know, we, we think about, you know, as, as we players, you know, we get older and, you know, we see these younger players come, we still keep up with them. Um, you know, and it's always a brotherhood um, with all of us. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, if, if anything I can do to help, you know, you know, let me know. And, you know, just because I just hate to see things like that happen. So it's such a guy who from – all yeah. I've heard is, is such a great guy, you know, and, and to see things happen like that, which means he he's screaming for help. And, you know, I'm always, we're always here to help, you know, so hopefully everything works yeah, out. You just got to reach yeah, out. Hopefully everything works out. And, you know, from one dog to another, man, we're here for you. Yeah. Isaiah, we, we, you know, if, if you need to come on the show and, and, and discuss some things, if you, if you just want to, little getaway to just just come on board if you're if you're listening um but uh, we, we hope you get well i, I want to see you regardless of whether you play in the, another down in the nfl that's irrelevant you just need he needs to get well um and and then he just needs to get back on track and just get his life back in order and then then reevaluate this whole nfl thing and you know i think he could make it i think he could be a hell of an offensive mm-hmm. lineman um in the nfl but Obviously, he needs to be a hell of a person first, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, he, he, there's some there's some things in that regard that he needs that he needs to fix, and I, I, I trust that he will get them fixed, or I, I hope that he finds the right people that that'll help him get it fixed. Yes, so, uh, so our, our thoughts go out with uh, with Isaiah Wilson. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, you know, pro day. I, I think Eric Stokes running a four two five. That boy was getting it, wasn't he? I saw the video. He was getting after it. 
uh, Ozilari doing his thing. Uh, of course, I mean, I, I don't think he needed much help uh, from the pro day, but he somehow got it. Uh, Tyson Campbell, I think, did did well for himself. Mm-hmm. Monty Rice, I, I think, did well. I think what's going to help Monty Rice is Tay Crowder. Because mm-hmm. Tay Crowder is balling. He was mystery irrelevant. He is balling for the uh, for the Giants. So uh, I'm excited to I'm excited about that. Um, Leonard Floyd signed a huge deal with the Rams. He did. Hey, I'm man, excited for awesome. that. Um, so former dogs. Uh, congrats to AJ Green uh, signing on with the Cardinals. Uh, finally getting on with a good organization. Uh, I think he'll fit in well to that offense, I, I, and I think it's great because he's now expected to be nothing more than a second banana, mm-hmm. which might be might be what he needs. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's you know, always been the go-to guy since he got in the league. Um, and right now I he's mean, been the go-to guy since he got to Georgia. You know, um and 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 he might have cracked under the pressure. I don't know. But injuries were, were yeah, awful. I, I think that he never got hurt when he was in, in, in college too, you know, other than the injury against Auburn, which he bounced back from. I mean, AJ's yeah. like a dang machine. You know, and just yeah. watching how he does and, and what he does. And, you know, you, when you look at him, you're like, he can't be that strong. Yes, he is. Um, you better ask yeah. uh, Jalen Ramsey. He's so wiry. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but now, you know, he's going to to an organization. You got Kyler Murray with a, being quarterback. Um, you know, and you got some great stuff. You know, you got Larry Fitzgerald um, over there and uh, yeah. DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins. And, I mean, and, uh, you got a, and you got an offensive by the coach. So, I mean, you got a coach that knows how to take care of the players. You got a GM who's going to spend money and get resources. You got a great training staff out there. Uh, you know, a lot of stuff that the Bengals won't do. Mm-hmm. The Bengals are cheap bastards. They won't. They won't pay anybody. They won't hire good quality coaching. They won't build pieces around you. They won't. I mean, it, they're so cheap. I. You know, it frustrates me to watch the Bengals because they could be a they could be a good team, exactly. they could be a good organization. They're just not. Like the fact that Joe Burrow got hurt is just like everyone goes to Cincinnati and has these catastrophic injuries. Mm-hmm. Like something's wrong. <laughs> it's Cincinnati. Like look in your organization, Israel. Look in the organization and tell me something's not wrong there. Mm-hmm. Strength and conditioning. At, you know, sports performance. I don't know what aspect of it. I don't know if they're practicing in traffic. I, I don't know. <laughs> like there's traffic. like ACLs. That's where ACLs go to die. Yeah. The Cincinnati, the Cincinnati yeah. Bengals. Um, even Cleveland figured it out. Even they figured it out. Come on, Cincinnati. You know, I like Joe Burrow. That poor kid is getting. That poor kids could get demolished there because you have a cheap ass owner. Um, you don't really have an NFL team, do you? I am. I, I actually get bashed for this all the time. I've been a Cowboys fan since I was. That's right. Was That's born. right. And uh, people, That's right. People give it to me all. Well, the at least time. you, at least you liked them when they sucked. Yes, I'm, 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 of, I'm loyal. They didn't really sucked, but they were. I'm, I'm yeah. a loyal I, Cowboys. I'm not gonna fan. lie. I can't hate you for that. I mean, I, I can give you a hard time because it's America's <laughs> Everybody team. Does. Of course, you're a Cowboys fan. But I'm a Braves fan. Like that. Like Braves are the Cowboys of the Major League Baseball. That's true. Like we're on that. we're on Superstation. Like Braves and Yankees and Red Sox are like the Cowboys of MLB. Yeah. So like, I really can't give you much of our time. I'm a Braves <laughs> fan. So um, 
what do you think of uh, you know speaking of Cowboys? We're, we're we're getting way off topic here on the Believe in George Dogs podcast. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't actually uh, mention our uh, our other sponsor, eBay. Yeah, so uh, whether you're rare dead stock or the latest released, find that exact shoe that you're looking for. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to get that pair of shoes you've been eyeing for so, so long. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. Ooh, that's a mouthful. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with the verified return process. And for sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated the selling fees on sneakers $100 and more, making it free. Israel free is for me to sell or flip your collection. So go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. eBay, the world's best destination for discovering great value and unique selections. So here's what you're going to do. Uh, Israel, you're going to go to eBay. Here's what I'm anticipating for for this upcoming NFL season. Uh, You're going to go to eBay and you're going to get you a Dallas Cowboys uh, jersey with a matching pair of Dallas Cowboys Air Force Ones. (laughs) How does that sound? I was with you until you said the Air Force One. I just can't do it. Now, uh, I am looking for a Dallas Cowboys starter jacket. If anybody remembers those, oh, if I find me a starter jacket, oh, it's game. Dude, that would, that would be awesome. I had a Florida State starter oh, jacket, yeah. actually. Dude, those yeah. used to be bomb. Oh, yeah, those were – yeah, the starter jackets, man. Like, I, I don't know if they, they – uh, they were like, I was like in late elementary school, so I was like old enough to really appreciate how awesome starter jackets were. Um, I definitely rocked the Florida State one, but um, I remember th- the most popular one in my school was ironically the Hornets. Yes, the Hornets was like, a big one. Like the Hornet, like wh- I don't know why, but like everybody had a Hornets starter jacket. I was like, I think it was Hornets. just the color scheme. Yeah. They had a cool. They have a cool color scheme. I like the. I like their. I like the Hornets. I was. I was. Uh, I was upset when they moved, but now they're back. Oh, yeah, that's good. I don't even care about the Hornets really, but it was. Uh, yeah. So that that was fun starter jacket. So yeah, that'd be a good find. Um, and get you. Uh, they'll get you those uh, NFL team gear issued Nikes. Uh, the Dallas Cowboy Nikes, like the you know the coaching shoes, you know. I got one year. I got a pair of Georgia ones really? like that. They were the fly. They were the flywire ones, you know, like the the. Uh, gosh, I don't know how to describe them, but um, I still have them. I still wear them. They're still like in good good shape. Oh, so um, yeah, they're they're red and black. They, I mean, they look stylish. Even like even if you didn't know they were Georgia shoes, they're they're red and black. I mean, red and black is such a great color scheme. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. So. But uh, what, what do you think of your Cowboys this year? What uh, are, are you happy with the Dak signing? I am. I, I was hoping that, you know, I think if Dax doesn't get hurt last year, I think he has a great season. Um, so I, I'm good with it. You know, we have our quarterback solidified. I just hope we can do well in the draft this year. Um, you know, preferably. The Where do they go? I would get some offensive linemen. Um, and then I'd work on our, on our interior on defense. So um, that's where I'm looking. I think we have enough weapons um, on the outside to, to do well and 
do all that good stuff. So we'll just see how it goes. So the Falcons situation, I don't know if you've paid attention to that. They, uh, you know, Matt Ryan restructured his deal uh, to, to be able to free up some cap space. They signed running back Mike Davis, who actually shined as uh, the fill-in for Christian McCaffrey uh, this season with the Panthers. I, I'm, I'm happy with that signing, A, because I have him on my dynasty squad, and B, um, because I think the Falcons finally have a viable run game now with uh, with Mike Davis. Oh, yeah. I think, I think if at some point, you know, Falcons just got to spend the money. Um, like you said, same thing with Cincinnati. Just spend the money, get great players, you know, or exactly. you know, go over and then have your fan base hate you. You know, so um, it, it's going to be, i tell you what, this year, this year football is going to be very, very good, just like this year in baseball. Collegially yeah. and uh, professionally, I'm I'm stoked that that uh, former dog Matt Stafford is now in a actual organization, so, uh, getting traded to the Rams. That was that's a great landing spot for him. That's crazy, considering they still got golf. Or did they get rid of golf? They traded that's golf, right? So I mean, were they were they bona fide offensive minded coach? Uh, I think Stafford's about to be deadly. It, yeah, the whole, it's going to be nasty. It's just going to be gross. I don't, I don't ever watch the NFL, but I think I might this year because I mean it's about to get nasty over there. It's going to be some good stuff going on. Well, 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 you know, like for the first time ever, NFL, college, and even high school, like concepts are now like the the concept lines are like really blurred. Like there's not like there's a lot of carryover. Mm-hmm. So you're. So NFL is going to look a lot like college now, mm. with with a lot of the concepts that they're doing, with a lot of the the way the offenses are being run now in the NFL. Because it used to just be the boring, like like everybody did the same stuff. Mm-hmm. But the NFL is like trending towards like every team looking like the Chiefs. Yeah, like every, everybody's getting more dynamic. You know, you're starting to get a little bit more action from the quarterbacks not just sitting in the pocket or handing the ball off, you know, so, I mean, it's yeah. getting, it's, and there's still some aspects of that, yeah, but it's, yeah. it's getting dynamic where you're getting more RPOs and things like that. Like you said, that we see, um, in college and, and at the, uh, the high school ranks. So, I mean, it, I think they're starting to figure out cause at the end of the day, you know, when you got Chase Young coming off the edge, I mean, you got to do something with that. You can't just line up and try to run right at him. Every time. No, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna work out well for you. You're gonna get fired exactly. if you try to do that. Um, I I think it's I, I'm always I always wonder what Mike Vick would be like in today's NFL. He'd be nasty. I mean, he would be an league MVP every year. Like this dude could throw and run. Like the dude had a rifle. Yeah, you think about him and a and a healthy um what is his name uh winner that just RG three. That's it. A healthy RG three yeah. and things like that. I mean, just think about those guys and systems now. I mean, because if you mm-hmm. look at the Rams are doing it, you know, with Jackson. So I mean, everybody's starting to figure it out. Yeah, the the, the Ravens do with Lamar. I, I think the Bills are doing it to a degree with Josh Allen. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you're gonna see Philly kind of dive into that now with Jalen Hurts. I, I think to a certain extent, Carson Wentz, they, they, they were moving him around, probably not quite as athletically, but he, he can move uh, a little bit. You know, Mahomes uh, getting creative there. They're doing some things with him in, in Kansas City. 
uh, Russell Wilson. I, I think they're about to. I think they're about to crank it up a notch in Seattle. Or, or if they don't, he's going to leave. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, Kyler Murray down at you know you have you know I never in a million years thought somebody who wasn't good enough at Texas Tech could come to the NFL and 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 do well. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, he's not setting the league on fire, but he's also not doing bad either. He's you know he's been up and down. He's been kind of a roller coaster, but I think ultimately he's been successful Mm -hmm. and uh you know that you like to see that because now it gives more guys a chance at at the college level to to be ready for the nfl like you you don't have to like go just to certain schools to to really be uh, able to play as a rookie on on offense now i think there's a lot of schools you can you can do that with that's the same thing about you know high school you know you look at how many freshman quarterbacks you have come in and start right away you know, uh, it uh-huh. just shows you the dynamic of, of the game and, and how much, sim- and like you said, how similar, you know, it is now from high school to college to the NFL. So, I mean, and I- the young coaches are, are more open minded, I mm-hmm. think, and they're less stubborn. And they, they you know, I, I think, you know, not, not to, not any disrespect towards, you know, coaches that have been doing it for a while, but there's a bit of stubbornness like, hey, this is the way this has worked for me. And, you know, I, I think a lot of, you know, a lot of these older coaches, they get stuck in that mindset and, and all of a sudden the game is like totally changed mm-hmm. and flipped the script and they can't handle it. Uh, you know, obviously some guys have been able to adjust, but that, you know, a lot of times it's, they find some guy to help them adjust. Exactly. You I know, mean, you look at, look at and so, with, uh, with Nick Saban, yeah. you know, I mean, he, there ain't nobody even close to his age on staff. And, and, and you know, he, he evolved, and I think that's the great thing about you know uh, Kirby Smart right now. You know he comes from that tree, yeah. so you know it's ground and pound and get what you can know. That's all right. Let, let's let's throw that pill around a little bit. Let's let's manipulate the defense yeah. and things like that. So I think he's getting to the point now. It's like, all right. What beats us now? Let let us do it. Yeah. What well, gives us a hard time, and you know, and, and then vice versa. What coverages give us a hard time? Mm-hmm. Let's implement those. Yeah. So you know, I just like the. I mean, football is evolving. You know, you and I talk all the time, you know, about our playbooks and things like that. So, I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. I, I, I love it, and I just can't, I can't wait for football season to come around. I can't either, and I'm I'm, I'm always building. I'm always uh, this is my professional development uh, time of the year. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm I'm excited, man. I I'm watching this. Uh, I was watching this this clip for before we wrap up. Uh, of a guy in, in Texas, a high school coach in Texas, and they were talking about culture. Mm-hmm. You know, culture is such an overused word. I, it's kind of, a, it's almost like a buzzword that, you know, you almost have to use, but you, you like cringe when you use it at the same time. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he was talking about like how, how he was able to come into these struggling programs and, and flip them. And it was different for each program because they had, they were bad in different ways. Mm-hmm. And, one of the things, you know, obviously he implements a leadership council and, you know, he gets the players to buy into a lot of the policies. He he kind of gets the players to help him write the policies, which I think is a mm-hmm. good idea, number one. Number two, you know, there's no such things that, as an excused absence. Mm-hmm. Every absence is an absence. Um, and it's, you know, it, it you know, on, on one hand, it's a punishment. On the other hand, it's treated as makeup work. But he has a wheel. It's like the wheel. I don't forget what he calls it, but it's a wheel. He has a wheel with all these different like running activities. And then I think he has like a free, he has like a free slot too. He has like one that really sucks. And then on the opposite side, he has like 
free spot where you know if they get lucky and roll the free spot they don't have to run oh, but like if it, if if he gets a bad email from a teacher uh if their grades are terrible if they're late for practice if they you know if they miss practice they spin the mm-hmm. wheel they have to spin the wheel and whatever it lands on that's what they do and it ranges from like sprints to log rolls to stadiums to tire flips to whatever. I mean, whatever you want to put on there is as your uh, makeup conditioning or punishment conditioning. Oh, you just spin the wheel. Yeah. Uh, it's a great idea. And, and I think, I think it's fair. Like you say, okay, spin the wheel. I mean, you, you have a chance to land on a free spot mm-hmm. even you know, like it, it's, it's just, it's a chance now. Um, you might get one that sucks, but you know, and, and, and I think it allows you to be able to say, well, I'm not being harder on, on this player versus that player. Mm-hmm. They each have to spin the wheel. It's, it's total like one in 12 mm-hmm. shot. So, I mean, I, I like it. That, that's, that's good stuff right there. Cause I mean, you gotta think about it. How many times have, do we punish kids for doing that? Well, you get tired of having to punish them. It's like, well, let's, let's do something fun now. Yeah. Spin the wheel. Spin the Good wheel, luck. and they they get it, you know, and they don't want to spin the wheel after. And he says, he says, like after a while, just send them down to the pit of misery. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they 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 have a little fun with it, but you know, they they have to, you know, they they make up. Just you know, he doesn't make any bones about it, and then if you know, obviously he tries to work with you, and and if it becomes a problem, then you know, they talk about other options as far as you know, maybe not playing football, but you know, he does everything in his power to make it fair. He does everything in his power to work with the kids, you know, and and he essentially sets the standard to a point to where the kids cut themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, that sounds terrible. Uh, They quit. They, yeah, they, they quit before he's able to, to cut Mm -hmm. them loose. Uh, because he just keeps going back to that standard. Well, you're not holding up the standard. Spin the wheel. Okay. You're not holding the standard. Spin the wheel. And then eventually they get tired of spinning the wheel and they, they either correct it or they, or they bounce. Yep. Holding, holding, holding so, kids accountable is the main yes. thing. And that's what I love about our program. Holding, holding guys accountable. Absolutely. So, um, a, a couple of a couple of cool like coaching professional development sites uh, that, that that I'll plug. Uh, Ron Mackey is somebody I watch a lot. I don't know if you watch him on YouTube. Uh, he has a great YouTube channel. Uh, Coach Ron Mackey. Um, Dan Casey is a great Twitter follow. He he links these clips. Uh, Clip that football on Instagram is, is a is a great one yeah. as well. Um, so if you want to follow those accounts. Um, you know, spread football. Uh, I follow 92 mesh group as well. Um, on, on YouTube, I subscribe to that. So, uh, those are some great, like coaching professional development type, uh, video channels on, on YouTube. So check those out, Israel. And, uh, you know, after you listen to our show, we'll try to have some professional development here too. As well. That'd be good. I mean, you know, I'm always here to talk ball. Yeah, we'll have Jake back on, and we'll we'll do an offense defense thing. Oh yeah. So, um, we still got to do the dad pod too. Oh man, I got I got some more good stories, but I'll save those for our next dad pod. 
that's coming up. Yeah, I'm gonna get touch. I'm gonna get in touch with Dane. Dane Young uh, has been on our show. He's been our most frequent guest. Him and Jake have been our two most frequent guests. Jake has been on here three times now. Uh, Dane's been on here five. Dane came on here like three times before before I got mm-hmm. you. Um, so, um, well, that's going to do it for us, Israel. Um, glad to be back from spring break. Hope you guys enjoyed our new intro, uh, Israel. I know you did. I did. Uh, I, I, you, you got a bit of nostalgia listening I to that. I know it was my first time hearing it, Dane. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, Israel Troop. Well, wait. That is me. Yeah, Yeah, it's cool. It's cool how it kind of like how they kind of let the crowd like take over Mm -hmm. the take over the clip, and it's like you know that Sanford Stadium crowd, man. They know how to make some noise. So wait for that Um, that stadium to get back full, and I can't wait to be there to watch a game. Hopefully this year, Um, everything kind of gets back to normal, and we're able to have normal football and to see everybody there. You know, and it's going to be awesome. That's going to be great, man. I can't wait. So uh, that's going to do it for us. We are the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Find us, rate us, subscribe, uh, get on board, man. We're uh, we're gearing up. I'm I'm in talks with uh, with my man at the Stephen Willis uh, to help us be able to live stream. So uh, that's going to be something to look forward to in season two of of this show. Season two starts in every new season uh, on this show starts in uh, the middle of June. Uh, basically on on the anniversary of of the start date for this show uh start season 2 so we're going to start looking towards uh getting that live stream going so you can see our beautiful mugs uh, and you can see our you can see our office setups and uh it's one step closer to having a full on set like uh, like our man J boy so um J boy starting to turn into a UGA show I don't know if you've seen that I know he's getting um, some he's, he's getting some dudes on there man you got Got JJ Frazier. He got DJ Shockley. Uh, he got uh, who else did he get? He got um, Dad Gum. I'm drawing a blank now. Good lord, um, it's too. I need to go to bed. I've been up since three o'clock. So, but you know, Jay Boy's doing some great things. So we 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 love to we love to see that. Plus, he's he shares a network with us here on Believe. Mm-hmm. So I really like to see that because if Jake does well, we exactly. do well. So um, that's our goal. So we, we, we got big things coming. Uh, hopefully we can get some uh, pretty good guests lined up here. Uh, that's another goal for us here in the, in the, in the near and distant future. Uh, great. You know, we'll look to continue our great, uh, in season coverage. Uh, hopefully basketball will continue to give us some things to cover. We're going to continue to follow. I haven't kept up with the women's tournament. Uh, I'll be honest, but I plan to check in on that and check in on our lady dogs. So, um, with that being said, Israel, any final words? Uh, no, um, you know, with everything going on um, in the world today, everybody just be safe, be aware of your surroundings. Um, you know, keep keep your family close, and, and always, you know, you know, tell tell them you love them, you know, um, all the time. So everybody be safe. Um, I know um, some of the uh, some of the guidelines that have been um, restricted, not not restricted, but um, loosened a little bit. So everybody just be safe and, and know. Know what's going on around you. You know the world's getting crazy now, yeah. so just just be careful out there. So we can continue to bring you these hot topics and um, and uh, just bring you entertainment every day. So I love you all. Yeah, no and, doubt. And you know we'll see you next week. Yeah, just be safe, and uh, you know, it, you know, the, the last thing I'll say is if you're looking for an escape from from the uh, from the really 
terrible political world, uh, come join us, come join, uh, the believe network and, uh, J boy and us and, you know, believe in badgers, illegal motion, uh, coaching chatter, you know, uh, just a few of the great shows on the believe in Vandy, just a few of the great shows on, on this channel of Ky- uh, Kyler Kirbyson, uh, believe in Tennessee football. He does a great job over there. So there's plenty of good shows to escape to, uh, whatever, whatever your cup of tea is, uh, we've probably got it for you, um, even on the entertainment side of things. Uh, so just, you know, you can always stop by this show if you just need some good football talk, if you just need some something just to get away from the political world, you can always stop here um, and, and and take a listen to us and and, and join the join the Believe family. So, um, with that said, I'd like to thank you for listening uh, and uh, rate, review, subscribe, hit us up, man. Uh, let us know how we're doing, and uh, we look forward to uh, to building the future with you guys as an audience, and then. Uh, Israel, I look forward to building, continuing to build the future of, of this show and, and being the number one dog show on the planet. Yes, sir. So, and as I say that, I'm going to give you a nice hearty go dogs. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next week. Go dogs. Go dogs. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.